0: Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and welcome to the weekend wrap up. That means it's Monday morning, whew, let's breathe through it. Teachers out there in the world, we are getting close. We are getting so close that we have um, four more days to, to wake up and, and make it happen. And provide instruction in a very very chaotic time of the year where students minds might not necessarily be on academics (laughs) Um, and they're ready for the holiday just as much as we are trust me my students are tired too so the weekend was extremely busy and I'm gonna tell you time went by so fast yesterday it was like I blinked and it was over. It was crazy. My son and I talked about it last night. We just, we were amazed at how fast the time went on Sunday. So was I productive on Sunday as I normally am? Probably not because I had a lot of other things that were going on, but you can't help that also this time of year. So on Saturday, let's back it up some. Well, Friday, we celebrated uh, my son's final exams for his college classes um, and that was our last night of homeschooling for the year then we moved into saturday and we needed to go run errands we had to turn back my son's college textbooks because we rented them on amazon because they were more expensive at the university And so we had to ship them up, take them back. Well, that meant my son and I loved to go Goodwill shopping um, and Habitat for Humanity shopping. And so we just circled all around town and uh, went and bought specialty coffee for him at Lowe's. um, Went and found books. I bought another copy of Stuart Little. I went to my used bookstore that I love. And I'm going to tell you guys... Here's what my deal is, okay? I love going to stores, and getting copies of books that I can then gift to people. So I gifted my tutor, uh, tutoring family, the the new family that I am helping with their child. I gifted them Stuart Little. Well, I wasn't quite thinking that E.B. White was on my list for my children's book club, and I bought Stuart Little again for the purpose of me reading it now my kids have their own personal copies of stuart little but i did not want to use their copies in doing my own book club i wanted them to keep those forever so that meant going back out finding another copy which super easy to do because um, stuart little is so widely known and read um, and I was right. I knew I needed to start him off with Stuart Little. And of course, when I go to tutor him over the weekend, it was he loves the book, he loves it. Um, and he's doing big boy things and, and reading um, chapters, and it's amazing what a good book can do in the hands of a child. Guys, I'm telling you, that's all you need is one good book. Get them started, and I knew Stuart would be the right one somehow. Okay, so back to going out. So so hitting the bookstores this time of year is a great idea. Um, We're going to be making the book basket for um, my boy's little sister, so it's definitely something that we're going to be um, doing within the next couple of weeks because Christmas is coming. We're talking a week and a half here, and it's really difficult, like, when you're working, and all of us out there, you know, I respect you guys that have to work even on Christmas Day. I mean, we just are going to have to figure out times to, to our shop and, and make things work. Um, but we had errands to run, and then we had fights. So UFC was on. Um, and so I only had a limited amount of time on Saturday. Well, because I knew the pay-per-views were on, and they were amazing, fights were awesome this weekend. Um, to me, one of the best fights I've seen all year. But... Don't get me started talking about UFC. I'm trying to talk about writing here. Um, I knew I had a limited window of time. Okay, so I, I let my friends know, look, I'm going to be off, offline. I've, I've got to write. I want to finish this. Well, I did. I met my goal. I finished my Everyday Author Challenge Bible Devotional. And when I say finished, that's round one. And I was ready then to contact my beta readers and go ahead and say, hey, you want to try it? Go ahead. Let's see. We'll see what you think. It's entry points into the book. You know, I've got a very thick skin. I can handle it. Um, go at it because it's going to be released soon. So my beta's got it and it's out there. And I'm now in the waiting stages. And so that's what happens when you beta. You just wait um while you're waiting then you need to be going back in and editing again just because you sent it out to betas doesn't mean that you just sit still you still have tons to do go ahead and read it again yourself make as if you're the beta reader with your own questions and make sure that you've got everything in there that you need before the print goes and so i was making some decisions over the weekend of, of which direction i was going to go which route um, I love drafted digital for my ebooks, so I was pretty sure that that's what I was going to do. But I wasn't quite sure about the paperback version. Now, my poetry book is on Amazon. I did not go through Ingram Spark. Um, but I was like, okay, what can I do for this one? I'm really considering um, checking out the proof copy. I just. It takes a while, guys, for Drafted Digital's proof copies to come. Like, I've uploaded it, and now I'm waiting to see, you know, if it says it's finalized. It is in It's beta. Um, so we'll, we're gonna just kind of play it by ear with this, and um, I may just get that proof copy and see what I think of the quality of the print. But I, it's been, it'll take me a while. It's not gonna come out on paperback necessarily right away whereas if I'm going through Amazon it's going to be ready so that's the thing that you know you have to make your decisions on like do you want it fast or do you want to wait and so I've decided for this one that I'm the author challenge devotional I'm going to wait because people can get it on ebook I'm not going to stress about it um they can do the ebook gifting to each other because you're going to need your journal anyway. You're going to need a companion book with you because I did not make it to where you could journal inside the book. Um, I just gave you your journal reflection questions. I've been going through and looking at different devotionals and, and things like that, and I have found that when the journals are attached to it, just people just use regular journals. They use their papers or computers to journal. I'm not going to. Um, do the lines anymore um, when I do my formatting. I'm going to take all of that out. I'm going to make it look clean. Just a journal reflection is going to be there. So regardless, if you buy the book or have the ebook, um, the journaling is, is going to ne- not necessarily be like right there unless you write in the margins and annotate it. But I finished it and I was so happy that I finished it. But I do know that I've got to go in and do some edits and reread it um just to make sure that i'm not being redundant but that i'm also like drilling in the key points because this is a book that i want any person to pick up this is this is my prayer my prayer for this book so if you want to know how to help me pray for this book here it is my prayer for this book is for anybody out there in the world who's ever considered writing a book they're they're at that stage where they know they've got a story to tell, but they're too afraid to tell it. This isn't about you should choose Ingram Spark over versus another print on demand company or you should do this or that. It's not what this book is. This isn't the top five tricks on how to get a literary agent or get into a publishing company. Those, are, those books exist out there in the world. This is not how to write a query letter. This is, you've got a story to tell, honor your blank page. And so that's what I pray happens, that when somebody begins to read this, the Holy Spirit convicts them to the point where they can't do anything else, they cannot run any longer from their calling, and they sit in front of the computer and they type their story. And so that's what this book is all intended to do, is to motivate, encourage, and lead people into their calling. That's it. And so, and in the meantime, set up a social media platform while you're in your calling. Start connecting with writing community people and start connecting with your potential future readers at the same time and write your book and share your process. I can't tell you enough, you know, how much that is like an important part of this author world is connecting with people. You've got to move yourself away from, you know, that tight circle that you live in and really start pushing the parameters out, out. And so that is also in the book. And I talk to you guys about that all the time and challenge you guys all the time. We talking about challenges we had our weekend warrior boot camp and we talked about goals and that's so helpful to me guys because you know the writing goals and then talking about them with uh, sisters in christ yeah i need that too and then that motivation helps me so yesterday um I still had goals to do, but life happened. We had church, we had tutoring, we had to go to the grocery store. I had to cook, then afterwards clean up. Um, our dishwasher happens to be broken, lovely. Um, you guys realize that there's six people living in my house. That's um, a lot of dishes. We had clothes to do, we had, it was like yesterday was just the day, yesterday was just a day of complete come on, bus, I'm letting you in because I'm nice. Thank you, bus. I'm trying to help you. Um, Yesterday was a complete um, runaround that I didn't necessarily get to do the goals that I had set out before me to do. Um, I did no promotions, really, on my books this weekend, and I try to do that on Saturdays. I try to send out blasts and things like that, so I did make sure that I connected A Magical Christmas Wedding out one more time. Um, it's getting close to Christmas, and if people haven't read that book yet, um, that's probably the shelf life that it's going to be is, um, this week. Um, even though it's not necessarily something that they have to read at Christmas time, because she actually goes back into the summertime when she travels, but, um, With that title and with that cover, that could possibly just pull people this time of year. So, if I am going to promote something, it probably needs to be a magical Christmas wedding. But I failed to do that. Um, The only blog that I've sent out is the Christmas card blog. Um, I know I need to get back into the blogging. There's things that I have on my list to do. And then this week, um, I'm reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So, I've got a new book on my book list, and this is the last book of Roald Dahl in our study, and I must tell you that I absolutely adored Matilda. So, we went through James and the Giant Peach and Matilda for my book club, and now we're on the final book, and we move from that, and we're going into E.B. White, and we're going to start with Stuart Little, and then we're doing The Trumpet of the Swan and Charlotte's Web. So, we're going to round up three books by E.B. White. So it's going to be interesting to see the two different styles of, you know, well-beloved books. I know that one of the my favorite books of all time is *The Trumpet of the Swan*. Um, I will say that my favorite children's author is Katie Camillo, but I love E.B. White. I think he's maybe my second favorite children's author. So I'm really looking forward to um, getting into his books. But we gotta finish Charlie up within these next two weeks. Uh, We're reading half of Charlie this week and then half the next week. So we'll be finished with Charlie. Um, I've loved Charlie. Now I read Charlie years ago in homeschool. Now I have not read Charlie in the Glass Elevator, which I went ahead and bought because I wanted to see book two and how he um, carried on that with the sequel i'm doing that for my own personal reasons just to see um children's books um in a sequence and and how does he continue to develop those characters because in 2020 i'm planning on um writing book twos to my books so we'll see we'll see how that goes um But there's other things, you know, other than the book club that I want to do, and that's scheduling events for next year. I now have two events scheduled. Um, For the year 2019, if we're going to be reflective, I did five book events this year, and next year I was hoping that I would be able to do one a month and increase it from 5 to 12. Well, That is pushing it, y'all. I know that I need to be out there, but that is a lot. That takes up Um, a lot of the time trying to organize these things, but I know it's worth it. So over the holiday, I'm definitely going to be looking at ways to um, send out letters, start building my calendar for 2020. Um, That's something that I've just got to get a handle on. And I've got to do it by myself. It's not like I've got like a fancy team around me and a social media manager and and all those kind of things. I'm living this one on my own. And so I've got to learn to, you know, to do this life like this and just manage it the best I can. so when I have goals, yeah, I continue to talk about certain goals over and over But some get precedent, you know, some move up on my priority list, which getting out the book is my priority list right now. So my number one goal is to make sure that Everyday Author Challenge is in the best possible shape that it can be in for my reader, for my person who's out there, who's struggling with this identity of authorship. And so hopefully, you know, that goal is going to be accomplished. I did have requests for it to be placed and um, on the digital shelves and um, for it to be available before the 25th, so I pulled the book and resubmitted it for the 22nd, which means I have until Sunday, so I have given myself a tighter deadline. My beta readers know this, but the good thing is that this book's not 300 400 pages. This book is a devotional. It ended up being 118 pages, and that even alone is fine. Um, I'm past that point. If I'm at 100 and more, if I'm at 100 or more, I'm satisfied, and I hit 118, um, and that's without the dear reader notes. Um, I thought about doing a dear reader note at the beginning to say um, this is kind of like the focus of this book, and. This book is like you and I having a conversation. This is a very conversational style book. This isn't anything formal. It's like you and I talking together or how I talk to you on the podcast. So, if somebody's wanting to walk into this book with tons of research articles or or things like structure and all of that, that's not what this book is about. So, I'm hoping that... um, I don't need to put that dear reader in there that the Holy Spirit does its job. So I, I was going to do a dear reader like I did for a magical Christmas wedding, but I backed away from it because I was like, no, I want the reader to experience it. I want the reader to have their way with this book because at the end of the day, I also want them to say, hey, this is like having a conversation with Jennifer so they can understand that it's okay to write a book in that kind of voice. And so I kind of I kind of left it. I left it to the reader. And that's giving the reader credit. I don't have to spell everything out. And there's no point in it either. It's almost like I'm saying all the things at the beginning that I want, the pray that I'm praying about, that I'm saying that the Holy Spirit, you know, Lord, please connect these people with their passions. Well, the book is doing that behind the scenes and I've prayed through all of it. So the book is prayed up. And i'm going to continue to pray for it so being very explicit like that in my language at the very beginning to say this is the purpose of the book this is it's not needed Um, just let the let the reader fall into it and let them experience it naturally because then i wouldn't want to have any kind of preconceived things um where they say okay this was the goal it's it's failing to meet the goal right now um And they set themselves up with, like, this expectation when they walk into the book. Just rather than just go into the book and uh, let the Holy Spirit do its job with the reader. So, I backed away from that concept. But I am pleased with the book. Um, The book has been... Something that I've wanted to do all year, and I've talked about the book um, on and off. I was going to include personal pictures just because of Born Standing Up by Steve Martin. It's one of my favorite books. I read it. It was my first book of the year. And I was, honestly, guys, going to put like all of these pictures in there. And then I decided against it. I was like, you know what? I've got 5,000 pictures that I have of this author world. But that's where people can go to my social media. That's where people can look. And we're gonna do a year in review and pictures. So if people want to have those pictures, that's how they can connect with me on my blog and things like that. Doing a year in review is gonna be really important because I need to celebrate these things. Um, oftentimes we just keep moving forward and we don't stop and celebrate the small milestones or the big milestones. And when I look back at the picture, uh, someone commented on my picture of my last book signing, and they—it's a long table, and I and the the coffee shop didn't realize that I had that many books printed and for sale. But they gave me the longest one in the in the room, which I think is amazing because the Lord knew. And I set all of the books up, and and it doesn't just really dawn on me um that if i didn't write a book for the next few years i have 13 books published that i can continue to promote and um connect with audiences that i'm i should you know slow down a little bit and that's where i'm praying um i'm praying for slowing down i'm praying for slowing down and for celebrating and for praising god in this celebration instead of saying okay what's the next what's the next what's the next um, maybe 2020 is meant to be, let's celebrate these books. Let's continue to promote these books. Um, maybe it's not even about another book. And so that kind of hit me when I was um talking with a friend and we were talking about the book signing and, and all of the work. I'm like, oh my gosh, I it's, it's almost like it, it's not happening to me. It's almost like, when I got the bestseller status, it's not happening to me, but it is. It is happening, and I need to stop and celebrate. So I'm coaching myself here. I'm, I'm telling myself, and, and I'm coaching other authors, and sometimes I need someone to coach me, and so I'm saying, self, slow down. Do a year in review. Celebrate. And that's what I'm going to do. And so what holds in 2020? I don't know. I would have never thought I would have done the things that I would have done this year. So I'm not going to put any limitations on it or any parameters on it. I am going to write goals down for um, my January 1st goals. I am going to do that. I'm doing my book resolutions. I am going to do 70 books for the year. I am going to do, you know, I'm still going to be doing a lot of the goal setting. Don't get me wrong. However, I need to slow down and celebrate what's already occurred. Because then I'm not championing my children in these books. These are my babies. And, you know, I'll write one book and I'll move to the next book and to the next book. I need to slow down. And I need to say, wow, look, now we need to go back. Because my boyfriend's back was a sleeper book. And then it becomes bestseller. It gets, you know, number three on the best sellers list and i'm like that's without promotion and so i know i need to slow down i need to start connecting with readers more i need to do that kind of work so you might see like over the next year who knows like a change and a progression in the podcast um i know that i have slowed down with the interviews i am very pleased about that honestly um I've had tons of interviews this year, and next year, I, you know, I'm still open to if the Lord sends me someone, um, that needs to be on the show. However, I'm not going to run myself with the interviews the way that I was doing, um, when the, um, if Kate DiCamillo contacts me again and wants to have a second interview in 2020 to do an update, that would be lovely, but, um, I did have another bestselling author connect with me. He is widely popular in middle grades He's uh, a sports writer, um, you know, people like that. Like if they, if, they, you know, we'll see, but, but right now I'm not focused on, you know, how many interviews can I do in 2020? I'm not even at that point. Um, I'm at the point where I'm trying to slow down, trying to say, let's celebrate what we've done. So help me with that, guys. If I start going over the top again, say, wait, wait, Jen, what happened to you? Just taking it easy. The holidays are here. You're busy. Just focus. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to try. But right now I'm in the middle of editing and putting the final touches on my devotional book. So I hope that you guys know how much I appreciate you all. thanks for your support. One, thanks for listening to the podcast. Those of you who are out there supporting the podcast, thank you. Thank you. And if you want to become a part of our Writing Warriors for Jesus Patreon community, go on my Patreon. Um, it's Jen Lowry. Go find me on Patreon. and connect with us that way because that is something that is a goal for myself in 2020 is to build that author community. I'm coaching so many people on the side. I'm like, guys, y'all need to join this community. You just need to let me coach you through Patreon because um, coaching you now out there. I need to start now connecting you with other Christian writers because that's where community truly um, can exist is online. You can have a true community online that is there to pray for you, support you, um, and you can build really strong friendships this way. Ask me. Ask me about Pooja. Ask me about Ann and Carol. Those are my writing friends, but they're also my life friends. So I'm telling you guys, these online communities, yes, online communities can be scary. And yes, you can fall into some that are very, very worldly and you say, oh no, what have I done? And you pull yourself out. But with my community, um, it is going to be moderated to the point where, you know, this is a safe Christian community where we can come together. And then if something happens, then if you break the rules in that community, then I'm sorry, but you'll be removed from that community because it's protecting the group. And so I just want you to know that if you need a safe place like that, come to our Patreon community. And I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. I'll be getting on here more and more, um, trying to do double-up episodes because over the holidays, I don't know how many episodes I'm going to be able to push out. So, I'm really trying to do a morning and an afternoon episode because I've got so much to tell you guys that I can't tell you all of the morning commute. That is amazing. That is why this author life is always up and down and you never know. (laughs) But I hope you guys have a blessed one. Bye.